0: This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited about today's show because I want to talk about vibrational eating. This is one of my favorite topics because we all know I geek out over all things nutrition, health, and wellness. And if you're new here, that's how I got into all of this through holistic nutrition. I worked as a holistic nutritionist for a long time. And I have done so many different types of dietary protocols, like so many, (laughs) and been deep in the research. And I really feel like I have a pretty well-rounded view when it comes to nutrition. I know people tend to really be in kind of one camp or the other, the nutrition space. I mean, it's like religion sometimes you know but i am coming from i'm coming from my own personal experiences trying all kinds of different diets my own experiences trying different protocols to uh, help with different chronic health issues i've had and then also you know there's all of the training i've gotten Formal education and then personal because I'm that person that is like deep in what was I what was I in where I had to like call Duke University and pay I had to like pay to get access to some type of studies because this is what oh this is when I was looking at stuff around um using high carb low fat to balance to balance blood sugar I don't know I, I've been in some weird places I'm like that person that's on page 65 of Google. Anyway, and then working as a holistic nutritionist, working with really complicated cases, the mystery cases, the chronic illness cases, those are the people that that would come my way, people who had tried everything. And so I got really good at really like finicking with macronutrients and micronutrients and food supplements. Like I know all kinds of weird things, but you know, when you're really working with people, and you're trying to support them and in, in getting results, it humbles you, <laughs> and it also humbles you when you're when you know I was the mystery case for so long, because you realize like you know one approach really is not going to work for everybody. People are so different, and there are so many people who defy the science. I was one of them, and a lot of the clients who came to me, it was the same thing. They didn't it didn't make any sense to the doctors they were seeing or other practitioners. And a lot of times when you're in that position, you're told you're crazy or you're wrong or you're making it up. And the thing is that I just feel that science is really limited. You know, studies are limited. What gets funded is limited. And you can find a study to support, I mean, really any point of view. And bioindividuality is real. And it was really interesting for me because I really started opening up my psychic gifts while I was still working as a holistic nutritionist. And so it was fascinating for me to kind of have both of those overlapping and working with clients from a perspective of, okay, this is you know what I learned in school and like what we're doing based off the research. But then also there's this intuitive information coming through and I'm also looking at your energy body and finding that balance between the two and seeing where things lined up and also where things didn't line up. And I know for me, one of the reasons why I had the life experiences I had and struggled with a lot of different health issues was because it was forcing me to really learn about all these different perspectives and try all the different diets and see nutrition in a really different way and eventually led me to really understanding it from a vibrational perspective. And that's really how I see food now. It's really interesting to me, just looking at my relationship with food and how much of that has changed over the years. And I was thinking about this a lot recently because I, I'm such a foodie. I love food. I love the aesthetic. And I was thinking about how when I used to travel, like my favorite part about traveling was food. And I still do enjoy that, but to be honest, like I used to plan everything out around different restaurants and, and food. And now I like really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um about about you know eating out or or where i'm eating and i never thought i would i would be that person but i just see food so differently now and i really look at it all as energy which it is and we know that but there's a difference between like knowing that cognitively and knowing it embodying that knowing and i i just see food so differently and i'll explain more about that in this episode cuz i wanted to kind of break down how i see vibrational eating and how that comes into play for me. And it was through that process that I cleared out a lot of my own personal like resistance where then really in the last six months, I've gotten a lot more intuitive information around food and nutrition and some different kind of templates for eating vibrationally. And I've talked a lot before about how I do see the physical body changing you know the the kids coming in now are so different, and I really believe nutritional requirements are are going to be different. And even you know just with the human design exploration in terms of food, which I talked about a lot, why I love looking at things from that human design perspective in terms of nutrition is because human design is really looking at how do I as a unique individual relate to energy, and food is energy, and when I started really following my human design diet, everything shifted for me and it made a lot of sense. And the more I started learning about these other perspectives and really leaning into eating vibrationally, it definitely can be an ego hit if you're still holding on to what you learned in school, what, what you're reading in scientific studies, what the research says. But you know, for me, I have always been a living example with my physical body of like not making any sense. Uh, nothing that's supposed to work has worked for me. And looking at it from this perspective really changed my life. And I think it's going to be really important for people moving forward. I'm already hearing this from a lot of people in my community. Like Our bodies are shifting as we are shifting our frequency. Our physical bodies are shifting. Ascension is a very physical process. And people might think it's crazy now, but They're gonna come back around when all of a sudden they can't digest what they used to be able to digest or they're just noticing that what worked before really isn't working anymore. And I think this is gonna become really relevant, especially in the next like seven to 10 years, which might sound far out, but I know it's affecting people right now. I mean, I've had probably five or six people in the last couple of days reach out to me and be like, I feel like my digestion completely changed. And that was very much my experience. Like my physical body has changed a lot in the last six months especially, I mean, like my organs (laughs) have changed and I look so different. You know, it it all goes hand in hand, but I've had to really adjust my diet and that very much overlapped with kind of exploring things from a human design perspective. And just for some context, you know, I grew up on standard American diet. Honestly, I ate horribly growing up. I ate, I mean, my whole diet was sugar and gluten and processed foods, I ate just crap, awful. And then when I got really sick in college and needed to heal my body, that's when I found the paleo space. And right before that, I had been kind of moving into more of a classic, like healthy, healthier diet. It was like a bodybuilder diet, honestly. I think I went on bodybuilding.com and I was like, oh, I'll eat like chicken and rice and oatmeal, that kind of energy, whatever. Then I found the paleo space was deep in the paleo space for a long time and was straight paleo for probably about 5 years and I was keto for a good portion of that so I was I was keto paleo. I did that for a really long time. I did different versions of paleo. So I did AIP, SCD, did a low FODMAP diet, lots of like classic candida cleanse diets. <laughs> I didn't eat like any sugar, artificial sweeteners, Fruit like nothing for years, like three or four years straight, nothing sweet, like no stevia, like nothing. I was on a bunch of different elimination diets, so I did all kinds of like different elimination diets in that period, and then I did the potato diet after uh, Andrew Taylor came on my podcast I was talking about the potato diet. He's like the person that popularized it, so I ate only potatoes for like a month and then (laughs) I did carnivore. So I did full carnivore for about eight months. So I only ate meat, like just meat, meat and eggs, but it was mostly meat, no vegetables, like a strict carnivore diet for a while. And then I did vegan. I've done raw vegan. I've done fruitarian. We all know I've done my milk cleanses. So I've done all milk. I've tried all kinds of things. And I know there are other things like Sprinkled in there that I'm forgetting, but I've tried a lot of different approaches. I've done high fat low carb, uh, high protein low carb, I've done super high carb, super low fat, and depending on how long you've been listening to the show, you know I've had a lot of people with different nutritional viewpoints come on the podcast, and I really like to try out all these things for myself so as different people came on the show and I was learning, I was trying different things for for my own body and seeing what worked for me. And you know, through that whole period, I just always felt like my body does not like food, but I I need to eat. And understanding that I was a cold thirst digestive type in human design changed everything because suddenly it like made sense why my body wasn't really digesting anything and even why so many supplements weren't working for me because my body wants to digest cold liquids. Uh, hence raw milk works so well. Even looking at ideal macronutrients from a human design perspective, it all makes sense. And if you want to learn more about this in my membership in the channel collective, go to the human design section. And I have a whole video on exactly what to look for in your human design chart to figure out your ideal diet according to human design. You know, All this stuff is just a template to kind of work off of if you want to experiment with it. As always, when you're Taking in information like no one's telling you you have to do anything. It's just experiments. If you if you want to try, and if you try it and doesn't feel right, then you know listen to that. But for me, it all tracked. It all made sense, and it was a game changer. So I do have that all outlined. Like just if you watch that video in the membership, I take you through all the different parts of of the chart to look at for your digestive type and macros and. Uh, digesting red meat or not, as well as frequency fasting, that kind of stuff. So check that out because I map it all out right there. I am so excited to announce that my new book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe is officially available for purchase right now. This book is a really comprehensive guide to manifestation and how the energetics of attraction really work. It is the perfect resource if you are ready to really learn how to raise your frequency, become truly magnetic, and make manifestation your lifestyle. If you really want to understand how manifestation works, I highly recommend checking out this book. The book is a completely channeled text and is super activating so only get your hands on it if you are ready to truly shift your life as always i am so grateful for all of your support during this launch the way that this community has supported me it truly truly means the world and i really couldn't have done this without you so thank you so much for that And as an extra thank you for anybody who leaves a review for the book on Amazon, you can submit that at manifestationmasterybook.com and get a free bonus chapter that goes along with the book that no one else has access to. So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on this book, Manifestation Mastery, and if you want that free bonus chapter, just head to manifestationmasterybook.com and you can find all of the information there. You can head straight to Amazon to find the book as well. When you get it, be sure to tag me on social media at Christina, the channel, so that I can see that you're reading it. I can see which parts you are loving and I can repost you and say, thank you so much for supporting me with this book. And if it does resonate with you, tell everybody, you know, let's spread the love. Let's spread the high vibes all of the manifestation magic, that is my goal with this book. So again, all information you can find at manifestationmasterybook.com and I can't wait for you to get your hands on this. It was through that experience that it really opened my eyes to like, wow, this is another aspect of vibrational eating. And when I thought about vibrational eating before, I really only thought about it in terms of color, which is a big component of it. So I wanna talk about like the different things I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about eating vibrationally, the different components of this. And where I first started to look at nutrition differently was really through learning about, you know, the basics of the chakras, right? Our energy centers. And if you look at the seven main chakras and they all correspond to a different color, thinking about eating for the chakras, which is a really common thing that comes through for clients. You know, if we need to support the root chakra eating more grounding foods eating more red foods eating more orange foods for the sacral chakra yellow for the solar plexus green or pink for the heart chakra blue for the throat chakra purple for the third eye and white or violet for the crown pretty simple and and a very easy thing for people to implement you know for looking to support your throat chakra you know maybe just getting some more blueberries into your diet or if you're really looking to support your sacral and get back into your creativity or get reconnected to your sexuality then maybe adding in some more orange foods and this is something that i still that i still think about and i i talked a little bit about this i was recording videos on my stories and then also i have some stuff to post to youtube about it but Around like how I eat when I'm channeling my books, because I'm really specific with my nutrition when I'm writing my books. And especially like depending on what's going on that week, but just in general with my job, whenever I'm doing like more channeling, because I have some weeks where it's a little more 3D stuff and then other weeks where it's a lot of intuitive work. Just depending on what I'm working on, I'm definitely, I'll say like stricter with my diet. It doesn't really feel like a diet to me, but it's just I'm more. I'm much more aware because I'm very much affected by what I eat. And I know different people have different experiences with this. And I've heard intuitives say that they really don't feel like their diet affects their psychic gifts. That has not been my experience. My experience is that I'm like my intuitive abilities are very affected by the foods I'm eating. And if you just look at this, even in terms of like your pineal gland and decalcifying the pineal gland, there's so much we can do to to support the decalcification of the pineal gland and naturally open up our psychic gifts. And I really believe that a lot of the things that are put in our food, our food supply, all the crap in the water, like all of that is physiologically disconnecting people from their intuition. And so the more we eat a whole foods-based diet, the less processed foods we eat drinking filtered water, all of that naturally opens up our intuitive awareness and our intuitive gifts. And there is a reason why so many people who are into health and wellness and go down that path often end up like getting into spirituality in one way or the other, because it's just a natural progression as you start to clean up your diet and your lifestyle, you become more connected intuitively. You can think more clearly. Your emotions are more regulated. You're naturally detoxing and decalcifying the pineal gland. And your intuition naturally opens up. Your level of consciousness naturally gets higher. So it really is a natural lead-in. So you know, a whole foods-based diet is such a great place to start because one of the things we're looking at when we're thinking about vibrational eating is, you know, if you think about like, what is the frequency of the food? Well, the frequency of a piece of fruit or a vegetable straight from the earth, that's going to be very different than the frequency of something that's gone through some 20 step process. And it's a straight processed, packaged food. And think about all of the people that have touched that and all of the machines that have touched it. And you know, what was sprayed on that food? Where is it from? So we want to think about like, what is the sourcing? What is the sourcing? Where is it from? There's a difference vibrational between organic and non-organic foods. There is a difference between food that was really grown with and handled with love and care and food that was grown with and handled with, I don't give a shit kind of energy. And this relates back to everything we know about Water and how its molecular structure shifts based on the energy around it, based on the words we say to it, we can actually see that shift. And so, you know, all of those studies really show how it's so important to think about our own thoughts and the words we're saying to ourselves because we're made up mostly of water. But we can charge food, water-based foods. Right? You can charge your food, set intention, think about what you're saying to that food, what's the energy you're sending to it before you eat it, and really actually shift. The structure of it, and then we're consuming that vibration. There is a very real reason why food that is cooked with love tastes better. It literally tastes better than food that was prepared by somebody that doesn't really care, or if somebody was in a bad mood cooking it. Like that is all affecting the vibration of the food. As if I wasn't already obsessed with Organify Green Juice enough, they came out with the new crisp apple flavor. That is so good. I drink Organifi green juice every single morning. It is amazing for naturally balancing out hormones, balancing out cortisol specifically. So you get that natural stress support in the morning with an effective dose of ashwagandha. Plus, it gives you a natural boost of energy without any extra caffeine. What I love about green juice is all of the superfoods in it, I used to add in separately to different morning drinks. So I had a million powders. And I love getting my greens in the morning as well. And when I used to juice, I sort of hated getting up in the morning because I dreaded using the juicer. But what's great is with Organifi Green Juice, I don't have to go through the pain of all of that because everything's just in one powder that I can add into water. So some of the ingredients I love, In green juice, the ashwagandha, which is great for balancing cortisol, as I mentioned before, but also moringa, incredible for natural energy boost, as well as spirulina and chlorella. I make sure to get those in every single day. Those are great for supporting detoxification and also decalcifying the pineal gland. So green juice is kind of like third eye juice, just saying. It's super refreshing, designed to hydrate, energize, and support your cortisol balance. And the new Green Juice Crisp Apple is made with organic, wholesome, hand-picked apples. It literally tastes like a juicy apple. So if you want to try out Organifi Green Juice Crisp Apple or the regular Green Juice or any of Organifi's other incredible products, because we all know I literally have a whole cabinet worth of them, I bleed Organify. It's so good. Just head to Organifi.com slash C T C and my code C T C will get you 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash C T C and my code C T C will get you 20% off your order. So we're thinking about the sourcing. Where does it come from? Was it sprayed with pesticides? How was it grown? Where was it grown? What was the frequency of of the land? Right. Because land location that all that all has vibration that's affecting the food in itself. Was it processed? How is it processed? Who are all the people touching the food? How is it prepared? What's the energy of the person preparing it? What's our energy like when we are eating it? This is why, you know, saying a prayer over our food is so helpful, blessing the food, charging the food. I charge everything I drink and everything I eat. It changes the frequency of the food. There's all of the sourcing and the energy behind it around the preparation, around how it was grown. And then there is also the color and the density just i mean and i think about it like as the whole vibe of a food and i'll explain where about this but you think about the color we can look at this in terms of chakras you know so i was talking about in the videos i was making whenever i am channeling i have a more liquid based diet and then i make sure to eat something of every single color and i'm looking at how bright the color is. So I like foods that are very vibrant in color because the frequency is potent. And I also tend to not mix foods as much. So meals are simpler. Often it looks more like snacking or it's like kind of one thing at a time because I'm being really specific about the frequency. So if you think about it like let's say I have all of these really beautiful vibrant fruits in front of me at different colors. And I put them all in a smoothie, and I blend it all up, and it turns into that like brown, brownish color smoothie that you know, we just drink our brown smoothies, our green smoothies, right? We blend it all up and it becomes just one color. and it's like one muddied color. And now, when I'm consuming that, I'm consuming that vibration of that of that color because color is frequency versus if I am consuming those individually, I'm really getting, That frequency in a very potent form. So if I'm eating a handful of blueberries, great. And then I'm getting that, I'm getting that blue. And the next maybe I'm having some strawberries. I'm getting that vibrant red. You see where I'm going with this? And so the guides explain it to me like painting, you know, and so I could paint a streak of bright yellow and then a separate streak of bright red. And I'm like painting these separate streaks on top of the white paper. And so I can see that frequency really really clearly, right? It's very vibrant. And that is a very different experience than if I paint a yellow streak and then right on top of it, I do the red and then right on top of it, I do the purple and it just starts to turn into like a muddy brown color. And so I'll use liquids, clear liquids, broths, water, electrolytes, of course, raw milk, things like that, basically as a reset, a clean, like a cleanser sort of, it, it's kind of like, okay, here's the white piece of paper. And then what's the frequency that I'm putting on top of that. So I'm receiving that vibration in a potent way. I know this might be a different like way of thinking about food, right? Then there's also the density of it. And so knowing what my body needs in that moment, a, a liquid is going to be different than something that I'm chewing that's heavier. A protein a fat and a carbohydrate, they're very different in terms of density. So let's say I'm eating a handful of blueberries that has a different density than if I'm eating a mango. It gets a completely different vibration. Even think about how that lines up with third eye or throat chakra, blueberries, right? And those, like, those are upper chakras, that lightness, the spiritual realm, compared to your solar plexus or your sacral, if you're thinking about something like a mango and how that's a a denser fruit. And that is supportive of those lower chakras that are more connected to the physical realm. And so density in that aspect, thinking about, you know, an animal product is going to have a very different density than eating a piece of fruit or a vegetable. Root vegetables are denser, like eating a potato is going to ground me and it's going to be supportive for my root chakra. It's going to bring me back into the physical, back into my body more than if I am consuming something like blackberries, right? And you can even think about this in terms of like the same color, right? So let's say I'm going with orange and let's say we're focusing on sacral chakra (laughs) and we're focusing on that passion and that creativity. Kind of energy, that sexual energy, and so me eating sweet potato is different than a mango is different than an orange, right? For if I eat a straight orange, it's going to be a lot lighter. It's a different frequency, even though it's the same color. Uh, it's very different than a sweet potato. It's going to have a different effect on my body, right? And one is more water rich. One is a little bit denser. So thinking about what do I need in that moment? Do I need something that is denser, more grounding? Like thicker, bringing me back into my body. Do I need something that's lighter and more cleansing and more detoxifying? If you think about just the vibration of something like protein, that is very uh, grounding. It's dense versus a fat, right? Is also denser, but it, it. I mean, if you think about like a liquid fat, that's going to have a different effect on the body. Fats slow down digestion, right? But it's also like slippery liquid, like you see how it's a different vibe, it's a different frequency Uh, versus a carbohydrate, which is typically gonna be a lot lighter. It's gonna be more energizing than something like eating a lot of fats. In terms of vibration, right? I understand that people use fats for energy. I did for a long time, but I'm thinking about this like in terms of frequency and what I'm consuming. And so when I'm going through my day, I can kind of tell, okay, I if I need something grounding, but I want it to be actually like easy to digest and still kind of lighter, I might I mean, I just did this earlier. I had like a couple tablespoons of just raw butter. My body doesn't want to break something down and I want a lot of those healthy fats. I knew my brain needed it. I think about last night, I got home and I was like, I need something really grounding and I had gluten-free sourdough and an avocado and some oysters and it grounded me in and I got some protein. I like needed to get back into my body. When I'm channeling, I'm probably going to be eating a lot of fruits and or like raw milk, right? Just that straight, like white. (laughs) And my body doesn't have to do the work to break it down digestively. I do see, believe the more we transition in terms of physical ascension, and when, like, we shift more to crystalline instead of carbon-based, we're going to be moving t- more toward diets of like fruits and vegetables and l- liquid-based diets and eventually like literally sunlight. And again, I recognize that people who study nutrition science are going to be like, you can't get all of the nutrients you need if you don't eat animal products. And the thing is that people's bodies are different. And I get that from a scientific perspective. And I always believed that. And you know what? When I was on a carnivore diet, I was super nutrient deficient. (laughs) Uh, And there's something bigger going on when you see people who go raw vegan and they're, they're raw vegan their whole lives and they're thriving. And then other people go raw vegan and their health completely falls apart. Like it's so different for different people. And so what's going on with their bodies? Well, I'd be curious to look at people's human design charts, honestly. But I also find that a lot of times when people do more energy work or more intuitive work, they naturally start eating less animal products. That was true for me. I never thought I would be eating uh, so little like animal protein. I eat a lot of animal products now because I'm doing raw milk. But in terms of animal protein, I it was like an overnight thing for me. And I used to eat a really high protein diet and it was a psychic thing. It was a psychic thing for me where, because I really can feel the consciousness of the animal and that's going to be another thing vibrationally. Like if you're eating animal products, it's a completely different experience to have conventionally raised animal products versus, you know, a family owned farm, grass fed. And I mean, the the killing process is different. Is that animal pumped with adrenaline? Like what are the living conditions that's all affecting the animal in itself. And there's lots of science like around that and like where we're consuming the adrenaline from the animal. Anyway, for me, I remember like waking up one day and it was one my channeling was like really getting intense. And it was like overnight, my guides were like, don't eat anything dead. And I was like, what? And that included, um, like vegetables. And so I was roasting all my vegetables. I was eating a lot of like grass-fed animal products and pretty much overnight, I couldn't tolerate any of it. And I would remember eating like a piece of roasted broccoli and I thought I was going to throw up. I couldn't tolerate it. And so I had to go, I just like went all raw. My body finally balanced out and I'm not completely raw now, obviously, but I lean more in that direction because I don't know, there's something about like a dead vegetable that doesn't digest well for me. And just vibrationally, it's like, it's dead. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I never eat a roasted vegetable, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't cook that way. I don't, anything I eat is like raw personally, but I'm also called thirst digestive type. But again, it goes back to what's the frequency I need. And I know like there are seasons, you know, there, I mean, seasons, when it's summer, we're craving different things than when it's fall or winter. And there are some times where I'm like, I need something really grounding and nourishing and warm. And other times where I'm like, I need something light and cleansing. And so kind of knowing what I need for my body based on frequency, and if I'm eating a meal, I'm looking at the color of it. And I'm looking at the textures and the density that's all contributing to the frequency. And when things are combined, that is creating a unique frequency. If you think about it like baking, if I have one set of ingredients, that that's going to make a batch of cookies. And if I have another set of ingredients, it's going to make a cake. It's two different things that I'm creating. And so I'm thinking about what's the overall experience that I want to create. And then combining those vibrations together in terms of food is like creating an overall different frequency. So when I'm having a bowl of blueberries and blackberries and raspberries, that has a very different frequency than if I'm going to eat a bowl of mango and banana. So I think about what energies am I looking to support my body? How do I want to feel when I look at the overall combination of food? How does that frequency support me? And it really is like a day by day, moment by moment. What does my body need right now? And so we can think about like literally like macronutrients, macronutrients. But what if we thought about nutrients in terms of frequency? And I know for me, when I was eating a super green diet, which I was for a long time, I would look at my plate and every meal was so green. I mean, I was having green smoothies, but I was having just so many vegetables and a lot of them are green. I was having all my lettuces, my salads, my broccoli, my Brussels sprouts. I mean, my cauliflower is white, avocado. And then I was having animal protein, you know, and my whole diet was like white or brown plus a lot of green. I was super off balance. I didn't have any color. It was a lot of the same density over and over and over again. My body does really well with variety. Quad right. Here we go. Uh, And you know, I needed I needed more color. I needed more variety. And I think about this like when I go get a smoothie. And it was funny. I was talking to a friend about this the other day because he was like curious about my process for for choosing my smoothie and I'm like, it's vibration. I'm like, what color do I need today? And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the smoothie based off of the color. There are times when I'm like, I know I need a blue smoothie. I I know I need a blue smoothie. Sometimes it's green. Sometimes it is pink. And I was I was asking the smoothie guy, I was like, which of your smoothies is the brightest color? What what's a bright blue and then what's a bright, do you have anything like bright red? Because I don't want like a dull color smoothie. So I think about color, I think about texture, I think about flavor, I think about how things are going together. And it's actually made my diet a lot simpler. Again, I like to eat more of like one thing at a time because I'm getting that potency in terms of vibration. Then like over, if if I eat a bunch of things all together right after each other, again, it's like just painting multiple pictures on top of each other. And I'm not really getting any any potent transfer of information. And I'm thinking about what my digestive system needs then what does my overall body need? Like have I been channeling all day? I need more grounding, or am I really rooted in my body and I'm looking to open up a little bit uh and connect to my upper chakras a little more, my third eye. Do I want sweet? Do I want salty? Do I want bitter? Like I think about all of those different flavor profiles as well. There are times when I'm like, oh I know I need something bitter. And I think about, you know, I'm making sure to get all of the different flavor profiles in. I'm thinking about heating foods versus cooling foods, right? So, if you think about Chinese medicine and some foods are heating and we have different spices and uh, root vegetables and animal products, and then cooling foods like mint and cucumber and lemon. And just looking at, you know, in Chinese medicine, heating versus cooling foods and knowing if my system is running hot for whatever reason, like very physically or emotionally, energetically what can I bring into my system to cool it down or vice versa? If I'm feeling like really cold, if I'm feeling like my metabolism is slow, if I'm feeling like I don't have a fire within me, I'm just feeling uninspired, what can I do to heat things up and turn it on? And so we, you know, we talk about thinking about food as medicine. And for me, this is the most tangible way for for me to do that. And I've always, I've always thought of food that way. Like I, ever since I entered the health space and. I started to understand, you know, all of the different macronutrients and micronutrients and like health benefits for eating different foods. And I thought about it from that lens for a while, but there was a piece of me that still felt kind of disconnected from it. I don't know how else to describe it. And it was when I started thinking about things in terms of frequency and like, how do I feel right now? What's my vibration? What's gonna be supportive for, for my vibration? And started to understand that I could, I could just go to a grocery store and listen to what I was drawn to in terms of color and density. And like, what does my body need right now? And how have I been feeling? Why do I have certain cravings? What is my body looking for? Even the frequency of like a food that you see in my childhood. So (laughs) a lot of you probably saw, I was like going through my PB and J phase, which I think might come back. Like there's something to me vibrationally about eating a PB and J that reminds me of, of being a kid and that like unique combination. And what that flavor brings up for me and the feelings associated with it. Or drinking a glass of orange juice in the morning, having chocolate chip cookies. Or the other night, I was like, I really need clam chowder and sourdough bread. And so there are certain nutrients, I'll say, in terms of frequency that we get from some of our favorite childhood foods. Or I made mac and cheese the other night. I was like, I just really need this. I need this orange. I need this This vibration, which really is associated for me, like I think about mac and cheese, I think about my childhood and a lot of memories associated with that. And it gave me exactly what I needed. I felt like it turned on my sacral. And what I have experienced personally has been much better energy overall, physically, emotionally. I'm sleeping better, my digestion is better. And I'm just really intentional with everything I'm consuming, which in itself is shifting the vibration of the food. And so, I'm actually able to assimilate the nutrients. And for me personally, you know, I've done so much testing over the years and something that was always consistent for me was I was always nutrient deficient, even with all of my supplements, my squeaky clean diet. And that was like the mystery case for everybody. And it wasn't until I started thinking about food in terms of frequency that my body actually started absorbing the nutrients from food and my labs balanced out. What I love about eating vibrationally is I feel like it has this, inner child energy to it. And it's very accessible because, I mean, it's an intuitive thing. Think about like, if I'm picking a tea to drink, I'm thinking like, how do I want to feel right now? Do I want something sweet? Do I want something fruity? Do I want something floral? Do I want this bright pink hibiscus tea that is pretty sweet and maybe a little tart? Do I want this more earthy dandelion tea that's going to be a bit more grounding that's brown like we can like feel the difference in frequency just based off of the color and the the smell you know you can feel that earthiness and that grounding versus something that's sweet or tart like you see what I'm saying like it's a different vibe based and based on the color and the flavor and that is all just tea it's all like just water it's the same density and I think that's interesting just feel into okay, I intuitively can tell there's a, there's a difference here. So what does my body really need? You know, there are days when like when I'm making my morning beverages, I'm really intentional with my colors. I have my mermaid juice, which is like this tealish green sort of color. I mean, I have my coffee. I have my electrolytes. I do like pink electrolytes and then I'll do the, the clear ones. I'll have the milk. Sometimes I'll have a matcha if I feel like I need a bright green. I also love like Organifi for this, where it's like there's, you know, I have green juice and then I have red juice, have the immunity. Like that's one of the things I love about Organifi because it, they're all like brightly colored drinks and that really is important for me in terms of frequency. And I know this might not make any sense to people, but I swear to God it's changed my life. You will feel different if you get every color of the rainbow into your diet than if you just eat all green foods or all. I mean, we talk shit about people who eat all beige foods, but we do the same shit when, when we eat all green foods. And adding that color like will bring you back to life, adding that frequency. And this is usually how I order off a menu. It's like, what color do I want? But also I usually try and pick like the the brightest color thing I can get. Like I don't want a dull colored meal because I just feel like it's not giving me life. I'm trying to like hit up all of the different colors. It keeps me balanced, it keeps me vibrant. And we we know this, like scientifically, you know, people talk about just eating more colors in our diet. Why? Because we're getting different nutrients, we're getting different micronutrients. It's all connected, you know, and I feel like this is a really accessible way to be more mindful with your food. I think about if I'm gonna make a ceremonial cacao. I'm really thinking like, how do I want to feel right now? And there are some days where I'm going to add in some rose and another day where I'm adding in lavender and maybe a different day I'm doing some cinnamon and cardamom. All of that is really intentional because that's bringing a different frequency, right? That rose is more heart opening and the lavender is calming and and relaxing and the cardamom and cinnamon has a bit more of that, that spicy grounding root chakra kind of energy. You feel different because it's a different frequency that has been transferred. So anyway, this is why I order the things I order. I try and go based off of color and like what I really need. And even thinking about, do I want something more tropical or more like like sea veggies? You know, that kind of energy is is very different. Do I want sushi right now? Or do I want a burrito? Like it's all just a different vibration and it's all serving us in different ways. Do I want something that's raw and living and energizing? Or do I want something that's cooked and and grounding? and maybe a little bit drier. Do I need something hydrating, right? So these are all different things I think about when I think about eating vibrationally, because it's gonna be dependent on like what you need as an individual and your unique energy and how that's relating to the energy around you. Some people are going to lean more in the direction of cooling foods or lighter foods, more detoxifying foods, more water rich foods, and other people, they're, because they're just different uniquely, they're gonna naturally feel better with more grounding foods, maybe more drying foods or heating foods, it's based on how how we're feeling what we're going through but then also like who we are as as individuals and this is also why as more of us shift to crystalline overall overall more people are going to gravitate toward more liquids more easily digestible foods lighter foods fruits and vegetables but it's a process you know and uh i think it, it it's fun and it's just funny so what my friends will say when i order things i'm like oh i need like a green I need a green drink, so I have to get a matcha. I don't even think, I don't think about, like, what about caffeine? I'm like, no, I just need something green, right? I need green. Okay, if I'm having this, if I'm having this green toast, if I'm having avocado toast, then I want a blue drink. So I'm gonna get a blue magic smoothie. Like this is literally how I think. Go for the color, try and get it all. Otherwise you can get imbalanced. It's like, it's like if you're working out and you're only, you're only working I don't know, like your chest it's like you, you gotta you gotta work your back muscles, otherwise you're gonna be hunched over and thinking about my energy output, you know i I'm like <laughs> often I'll tell people I'm like, oh no, I can't i I don't wanna digest right now, and what I really mean is like I'm gonna have a smoothie or a smoothie bowl or like liquids like milk or something like that, um, a fatty latte because there's so much else going on energetically for me that I don't want to be spending a lot of time diverting the energy toward digestion, like breaking down food, chewing, and then having, you know, my stomach break everything down. If I have a lot going on in my brain, if I'm like, this <laughs> is like a lot going on for me mentally, uh, you know, I can feel, okay, I have, I have a lot of energy that needs to go in this direction. I'm not going to be like vibrationally. I don't want to be putting something in my system. That's going to be like this whole process for me to digest. Like that's not the time when I'm going to, you know, eat a, a big piece of salmon. So it's just dependent on like how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. And then again, the color, the density, the flavor, and making sure that everything is really balanced. Like even with, with flavors, if I have too much of one flavor in a day, it gets out of balance. So I'm really, you know, getting that balance, going for the different tastes, you know, your sweet, sour, salty, bitter, pungent, astringent. So whatever I had before, do I want more of that? or do I want to balance it out with what I haven't had yet today or this week. So these are some different things I think about when it comes to eating vibrationally and you know, mixing things intentionally or not mixing things intentionally or like kind of waiting a period of time or or having a glass of water or something in between to make sure that the frequency is really potent. It's like you know, if I have one flavor profile that I'm eating, and then I immediately put in another flavor profile. It again is like painting two different things on top of each other. And then it's just like a muddy picture. And I think about potency when I think about eating vibrationally. And I think about how am I charging that food? How how was it prepared? The intention that went behind it, the sourcing, of course, you know, I'm very particular about sourcing. I feel like that's a given. I kind of I tried to go into things in this podcast you haven't heard me talk about as much before, but I get organic, I get grass fat, I get wild caught, super picky about water, of course, really paying attention to the water. So all of that goes into eating vibrationally and eating in terms of like eating for intuition, decalcifying pineal gland, that's a whole other conversation. You know, I have a lot to say when it comes to how I eat to keep my channel clear And what I drink and why I drink so many things, and all my electrolytes, and just specific things that I eat and drink to keep myself clear as a channel and to keep my frequency high. I have some YouTube videos about that as well and decalcifying the pineal gland. So that's all kind of separate in terms of nutrition. I just wanted to talk about like some of the overarching concepts of how I view eating vibrationally and like how I am intentionally choosing the foods I eat. And it actually is more about. Balancing vibration than anything else. And I have found that that has naturally led to a balance in my macronutrients and micronutrients. So it's cool how that all balances out. But I've also felt that my nutritional needs have really shifted and my health has gotten, honestly, way better doing all the stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense scientifically. Like, I know it might trigger people, but I'm not afraid of protein deficiency. I'm just not i'm uh, not I'm not telling you not to think about it. I, I think I honestly think everybody's bodies are so different. um but I know I used to be really afraid about changing things with my diet because I was afraid I was gonna miss nutrients or like I was gonna be deficient in one thing, and for me, my body, like my specific body didn't respond well. I was still deficient in everything. And when I went in this direction, everything balanced out. But I also know that there are some people who, you know, there are many people who, if they ate like me, they would be deficient in things. I think if you're interested in this, explore your human design digestive type. I have those videos in the Channel Collective membership and I have uh, different podcasts about this. Lots of resources. You can, you know, look things up on the internet. There's all kinds of information out there. I think that can be a really helpful template. And then just exploring, like adding more color into your diet, adding different flavor profiles, just like play with it before making any drastic changes like me. I'm, I'm not a doctor, so don't take medical advice. This is not medical advice at all. I'm just explaining how I eat vibrationally. So there we go. I think I'm gonna wrap up there for today. I hope this was interesting. I'm obsessed with this topic. I have so much to say. I have so much to say. And it has taken my nutrition Obsession in a different direction that I just love so much more. So much more. So I hope you found this fascinating. If you did, be sure to share this to social media. Take a screenshot, share it, tag me, tag at Christina the channel podcast. So we actually got kicked out of, long story, we don't have access to the old podcast account anymore because Instagram sucks. So we had to make a new Instagram. Unfortunately, you know, well, not even unfortunately, it all happens for a reason. So just thought I'd let you know that, but tag, tag me, tag the podcast account, the new one, and I can repost and say, thank you. And I also just want to say, if you have any topics you want covered, if you have questions to ask the guides for the next channeling Q and A, be sure to go to christinathechannel.com slash pod slash pod, and you could submit it right there. It keeps it nice and organized for us and then we can just pull from there for for different questions for channelings and uh podcasts and uh yeah i love i love when you do that i appreciate it so much when you send in questions and topics and just what you're curious about even if it's not a specific question just you know whatever topic you're you're into whether it is general life thing personal to you personal to me we all know i'm an open book so send in whatever you're curious about send in all the questions it's my love language as a quad right Send me the questions. <laughs> ChristinaThechannel.com slash pod. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.